Hello, my name is Darshan. And I'm Stephanie. And we are the creators, creators of babyauthors.com. So today we're going to talk about my 30th birthday on December 17th, 2020. I was born December 17th, uh, 1982 in Chicago, Illinois at the Cook County Hospital, which is in Harvey, Illinois, I believe. But the reason I'm giving you a little bit of context is because it's extremely important to know that today Stephanie had planned for me to go to a deprivation tank and the experience was extremely well fitting and I just couldn't believe how refreshing and mind blowing my uh, journey was. So let's get right into it. Alrighty, so the place, the name of the place is called Therapods. It's a local, it's actually the only place here in our area. And so I didn't get a chance to go in, but how about you start with, you know, what the atmosphere was like and, you know, start from the beginning. So the beginning of today started off with everyone waking me up and, you know, fixing me a cake and having balloons all over the place and, sing and singing happy birthday. And then from there, I believe we went to go get some breakfast, which was phenomenal. I'm never taking them out to eat again because they didn't eat their food. Uh, I ate all of my food. I had a California bacon eggs Benedict meal. Stephanie had the blueberry and waffles and Anaya had some bear chocolate chip pancakes. You completely said that backwards. I had the bear stuffed bear claw French toast. Anaya had the chocolate chip peanut uh chocolate chip pancakes. Okay. It was well, good though. Still sound the same if you're listening. Still sounds the same to me. But anyway, they literally only ate a portion of their food and Anaya must have had too much chocolate because she ate some of her pancakes and then next thing we know uh, she, I think she fell asleep in a car before we got home and, yeah. and she went to sleep. So we ended up coming back home. Maybe we all had too much sugar because I ended up falling asleep. Uh, we were supposed to, I was supposed to go get a, uh, my feet done and a pedicure and all that good stuff. But the main highlight of today was more so about doing the deprivation tank which was very important now what i didn't know about the deprivation tank was this i didn't know that it was a life-changing experience i didn't know that you would experience hallucinations so what happened for me was around 4 15 i get there i look at the tutorial and i'm thinking to myself well, before that, I told Stephanie, I don't think I can float, mm -hmm. right? Because if I'm going to be in water, I'm like, I've never floated in my life. I know how to swim. I know how to swim enough to save myself. Do I know how to swim enough to save somebody else? They'll be in trouble. But could I relax and learn how to float until a, a life raft comes by? No, I'm going down. I'm drowning. So I told her, I say, I don't know how to I don't know how to float. And I, and I had this statistic that most black men bodies aren't buoyant, right? Was it buoyancy? Yeah, that's what you, yep. So I was like, there's no way I can float. You just wasted your money. Thanks once again for another uh, gift or whatever it is that just I'm not going to use. 
And lo and behold, I go inside, I look at the tutorial or listen to the video tutorial, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm not gonna be able to float. I don't know how this is gonna work. How am I gonna relax if I have to figure out how I'm gonna float? So I get in there, the lady, uh, which I forgot her name, but the name of the company is called Therapods, mm -hmm. Therapeutic Pod or Therapods? Therapods. Therapods. Fantastic place in Northwest Arkansas in Fayetteville. I highly recommend that you go there. Look up. Oh, I have to pull up the website. Look up Therapod. Um, or if you just look up deprivation tanks near me, you'll see it, it'll be the only one that comes up. Well, we have, I mean, but keep in mind, we have a lot of people that listen to the podcast oh, okay. across well, the world. So it's therapods.com. Right. Okay. So anyway, I highly recommend that you guys look it up and go there uh, anywhere in your city, state, county, whatever. Give it a shot. Give it one chance. It will change your life. And here goes a story. So I go inside, do the tutorial. I'm listening. Um, she's not telling me what to expect. The owner that is. So I get to the back to go change my clothes. She tells me you have to take like a five minute shower, you know, wash yourself off um, because of the Epsom salt is pretty much going to like soak in your skin, all that type of stuff. And they, they're trying to keep contaminants from getting in there, you know, oils, lotions and stuff like that. So I take my little five minute shower. I get in the water is it's very it's warm to me. I consider lukewarm. I considered it lukewarm, but it was at its regular 95 degrees something. Yeah, the it says that it's supposed to be like your body temperature, basically. Yeah, so I get in there and it's this one isn't a pod. It was basically like a shower, uh, a, a large shower with a, more so like a jacuzzi, a low bed jacuzzi type of deal. On the site, they uh, labeled it, label it as a cabin style tank okay that's exactly what i would label it as a cabin style tank so um in the video i was looking at the there's a neck brace like a floating neck brace literally like a looks like something you would sit on a toilet stool so you don't you know get your butt you know germed up from the toilet and in in the video or like a little illustration it says that if you know if your if your head gets too tired from trying to sit up you can rest your head on that thing and you know float so i'm looking at it, i'm like man again i don't know how to float i don't know what's going on so I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do this so i'm in the shower um cabin right mm -hmm. <laughs> and i go to lay down and instantly <clears throat> i start to feel comfortable Right, because the water's warm. I just got done taking like a warm shower and I grabbed the little headrest and as soon as I closed the door, I think the lights cut off, you know, and I lay down and at first I'm thinking, I can't believe this. How am I floating? right now because I'm literally floating. I, I can't I'm not touching the bottom and that shower uh, cabin it's not even that deep it was every bit of about maybe two and a half feet if i'm standing up i can it reached up to my calves so i'm floating and i can't believe this so i'm floating and i'm thinking to myself okay this is this is okay i got earplugs in the water's going to get in my ears 
Uh, I got this little um, head floating device behind me to try to, you know, keep me propped up. I actually felt a little scared because I never floated before. So my left shoulder was tensing up real bad because I was like very tense and I couldn't relax, although I was there to relax. So after maybe about five minutes or so, I started telling myself like, OK, D, you got to relax, man, because your shoulder's hurting real bad. So I, I ended up like moving my arms out wide. Now, mind you, mind you, I'm still floating. And I can feel myself like the pressure easing up on my left shoulder. But what was happening for me was the middle of my body was trying to find the bottom of the the shower tub. So I had to go ahead and like lift, elevate my body up to make it flat. And then that's when the pressure came off of my off of my shoulders. So when the pressure came off of my shoulders, what started to happen was I started to get comfortable there were there in the video tutorial there's positions you can lay your arms so you won't feel that pressure by your necks and and i was like oh that's what the video meant but since i never floated before that's why i was so tense so once i started to loosen up you know that's a 95 degree water temperature i started to loosen up and i'm thinking to myself okay now i can relax so i finally start to relax i'm probably no more than maybe seven minutes in that's how intense it was I'm about seven minutes in, 10 minutes in. Um, and the only reason I can tell that is because when I go to do meditation or when I go to work out, I can tell how long I've been working out. I've been doing it for a long time. I can kind of keep up, keep track of time. So now I'm finally relaxed. Now I'm so relaxed that it's totally quiet. It's pitch dark. I have music going on, but the music is very very low because of the earplugs it's still loud enough that you can hear it but it's it's it was it was very it was very spacious and like an odyssey type of music so finally eyes are closed i'm listening to my heartbeat i'm focused on my breathing and then in meditation i started focusing on my breathing some more which is probably when i probably first fell asleep I think in that, oh, you fell asleep. Yeah, definitely fell asleep because <laughs> after listening to your, when you're listening to your heartbeat and you're floating in water, what I had got from it when I fell asleep was I'm back inside of a womb. Mm, white noise. I guess so. White noise. Mm -hmm. Because I instantly felt like I was in my mom's stomach and I started to deny it because, to, okay, so I'm, this is my thought process. I'm denying it because I know where I'm at, but I also know that I'm, I feel like I'm asleep, but I know I'm somewhere, which made me feel like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm like stuck in something in a cocoon. It makes sense because we're, that's how babies are. Right. So, and I guess I'm trying to, I'm trying to give as, as best of an illustration as possible. Um, I instantly went back 38 years to when I came out of my mom's womb and I could see I could see everybody in there. But the first person I had locked eyes on was my mom. And when I was looking at her, she was crying and she was exhausted. And they did the whole process of like, you know, skin to skin. And then they 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 just put me somewhere. But then after that, I, I did. I went somewhere else in my thought process. So 
I guess that was a part of my body just saying, hey, this is what it feels. This is what you had felt like years ago because I had I had wiggled my body. Um, I wiggled my body and I realized that nothing was there. And that's when I woke myself up. So, which means that when babies come out, how they, when they move around, they shock themselves. Yeah. That's what I did to myself. And, and I had woke myself back up and I was like, oh my gosh, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And I, and I got nervous because I'm like, I'm in a tub full of water and you're not supposed to fall asleep in water. Right. But that's, that, but that place requires that. Mm-hmm. So, so now that was that one experience. That was like the first one. Then after that, I start thinking, I'll say, okay, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying not to fall asleep. I'm trying to focus on my breathing. I'm trying to focus on meditating. So I started thinking like, okay, what kind of problems can I solve? Right? You do the complete opposite of what the purpose is there for. Complete opposite. I try to figure out what problems can I solve uh, while I'm in here? Because if I'm in here, this is like some type of secret chamber to God. Uh, I'm going to be one with the universe. I feel like I'm in space. I can't tell you if my eyes will open or close, but I was thinking, okay, what can I solve? What can I solve? And then from there, what happened was the question I had told you or the response I told you was, oh, I see that you, how much you and Anaya really love me. In that process for me, what happened was the things that I was trying to solve were telling me, stop trying to solve them. It, it is what it is. You are where you are. And this is who is around you and what they're doing for you that shows you that they care because if somebody didn't care about you and in the less remote way they don't do anything for you people who care about you they do something for you whether they're uh, in your immediate circle or extended Mm -hmm. when people care they do something or they reach out so i started to think i say oh now I understand how much they love me. Not by, not because of what the things that y'all were doing. This premonition that I was having was showing me like the future. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I keep on taking them for granted and taking advantage of how much they love me. And that's something that you're not supposed to do with people. So that part went past. And that story is going to seem short, but I was stuck in this moment where I could see the future of not just today, but just in general. So now I'm freaking out because I'm like, I don't know if I'm sleep again. And that's the thing. That's, that's what was throwing me off. I didn't know if I was sleep. I didn't know if I was awake. And sometimes I didn't know if my eyes were open or if they were closed. And the reason I say that is because when I closed my eyes, I could see like this, uh, like these little white specks, mm-hmm. little white flashes. And typically for me, that's my sign of my body telling me I'm about to go to sleep because that's how I know I'm about to fall asleep when I I start seeing like little white, uh, what I call them, like little white sonar. It's not spotlights. It's like when, uh, you know, when um, an airplane has somebody following them, like a fighter jet has somebody following them and they have like that radar has a circle that illuminates outside of it and it shows you how close it's getting. That's what my eyes do. Kind of made me feel like I was seeing like um, wave signals, like a dolphin. How they how they say dolphin see wave signals or whatever, or a white whale. So you just turn into a dolphin. I turn. Listen, I think I think Doctor Strange. I think you start to um, 
I think you start to uh, engulf everything because when you think about water, you start thinking about whales, sharks, and all this other type of stuff, alligators. And I actually started thinking like, oh, I could see how uh, a water predator can like easily attack whatever's attacking. Because if I, the way I was moving, I was like, man, if I had some fins or something, I could definitely get my food on. So, so after I had that thought process about about you and Anaya. Um, what started to happen for me then was I got out of my own way and I started to realize why I was there. I was there to relax. I was there to step away from everything that I'd be stressing about money, work, uh, relationships, making friends, trying to do business, you know, what business we're going to start, what business we're going to close. Like I just totally let go everything. And the next thought process was about being materialistic. Like none of this stuff matters. And and it may matter to some people out there. It may matter to you who's listening. The material things such as like, you know, million dollar homes, half a million dollar cars, all the clothes in the world. Like those things, they may matter to some people because people are aspiring to have those things just to prove a point to people. When I was in the tank... It was letting me know that none of that stuff matters. Uh, push pause real quick. What is the title of that book that you've been working on? In the Tank. In the Tank. You, do you think you have some edits to do I, after I, this? Well, that's okay. So so here's the thing. Um, I was going to, after December, really make a conscious decision on stepping away from a project that, you know, we've been working on to really finish up that book because that book and by me literally being in the tank, instead of me angling it towards shark tank, mm -hmm. I can angle it towards the deprivation tank. Right. And that'd be more, that'd be more of a, I guess a memoir or autobiography mm -hmm. that will make more sense. That will make a lot more sense. So Working on that book in the tank will definitely be the right angle for this type of story. So what now? Now, from there, I started to realize that, OK, material things I can't worry about. I'm done with that. There's nothing I can do about it. There's no no reason to push forward. There's no need to get bent out of shape. Just let it go, because what was starting to happen for me, and this is something that me and you had debated, what was starting to happen for me was when the lights go off, when it's the end of your time, I believe that that's it. That when you, when it's time for you to pass on, to transition, croak, uh, whatever, decease, whatever, however they put it, that's it. Because of where I was. That just let me know that I was floating in a black sea of nothingness. Mm -hmm. So if that's what it was, I go, oh, this is it for us. This is how it looks. Okay. So since you just said what you said, right? And we don't know it, what's factual because we're still here. Thank God. What if now, what if when the time comes, we find ourselves floating or our minds floating in 
whatever in the world in this in the spiritual galaxy and who knows because it's either or it's either nothing happens and you know that's it and our family has our memories to keep us alive in, in that way or we you know our spiritual bodies are floating and experiencing a different type of you know life that way i'm going to say that i believe it's probably both i believe i i there was this um conversation i had with a guy i'm not going to say his name because he probably wouldn't be want to be known as that but I had a conversation with a guy who was talking about you know religion and spirituality mm -hmm. and what he said to me was part of the reason why when when people are on their deathbed they you know bring in the bible and they tell them more so like a pleasant scripture or pleasant stories is because that's the those are the last remaining thoughts that you're going to leave with so I think it's I think whatever you whatever's been in your mind up until the time you're gone, whatever that fear is, uh, whatever you're thinking about, I think that's the thought process of what you're left with. See, I disagree because what if yes, that scripture br brings you to a place place of peace, and the last thing you want to think about is your family. So I think the scripture, the reading that part, brings you to okay, this is happening it's time for peace and then that's probably why you know you're surrounded by your loved ones because you get to look at them one last time and that's the last thing that you probably can remember well you got to think about okay i i can agree with that but to me i don't i wouldn't even say i disagree because you got to think about the people who ended up dying in terror out of a like let's say somebody was having an accident and what they saw was coming to them they're not thinking about a pleasant thought they're thinking about oh my god yeah that's what i'm saying and that's why people get stuck in that oh my god yeah moment. and that's, that's what that's, that's what, what i think the eternity part is for some people uh, now a lot the 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 overall premise of uh transitioning either to heaven or hell is um, you you die and then the judgment day comes and then you get placed where you're going to get placed. Mm -hmm. That's the overall thought process from a lot of people. But then there's a, a group of people that say there's a. Um, you know how when they say, oh, so and so crossed over. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you die and then you're just like you're I don't know. It that's See, this is why these topics are hard, because you don't know. Well, that's the reason why I wanted to have this. Because what I felt, I felt like I knew. And that's when I was telling you what were other people's experiences. Because you were waiting for my response. And yeah. then you kept on saying to Anaya, like, oh, see, I told you. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking, well, wh what was everybody else saying? Because if everybody else is saying what I'm saying, then the reason I'm doing this podcast is to tell you what I really feel. Mm -hmm. Because if I felt that and I don't know those people and I never saw the reviews and half of the stuff that you said that I said that they said... Mm -hmm then to me that's the conclusion okay so now i just thought of something you know when people say oh i've died and i've gone to heaven yes could that be what they're referring to i think so it could be i think so because when i had when i had my near-death experience and i realized that oh my thought process was this this is just my personal opinion and this is what i'm gonna hold on to that when i was feeling very sick and i wanted to give up I felt like, oh, 
when your fuse goes out, that's it. It's just not lit anymore. Mm -hmm. That energy source that you had as a person, as a flesh, that's what it was. And what people are going to be left with is what everybody's going to be left with is just pure memories. So I was thinking to myself, oh, when you transition, that that's it. Now, no one, no one can prove anything for a fact. No one had, only it's only stories. Yeah. Stories like mine of what I'm saying of how people feel mm -hmm. being in a deprivation tank or taking people taking um hallucinogens and stuff like that. Even the, like the people that said, "Oh, I I died." Yeah. 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 Yeah, people who died and come back from being flatlined and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, But I, then again, if they were pronounced dead, so we on the outside we see they're gone no pulse nothing and then they're de they're describing that this is what i'm experiencing that's probably a glimpse of what happens okay so i'm glad you went into the glimpse part because what started to happen for me after the material part of me realizing me chasing after material things or trying to be materialistic that it doesn't matter i started getting glimpses of i guess what i'm gonna call future premonitions I starting to get, I got a glimpse of um, how the rest of the day was going to pan out, which went exactly how I went. You remember when I came from Casey's, did you see the smile on my face when I had the lottery ticket? Mm -hmm. That's what I saw, right? So I had a premonition about um, winning the lottery. So that'd be curious to see what would happen if I win a lottery. I don't know if we, if we ever going to tell anybody, but it would be good to refer back to this podcast. So I had a premonition about winning the lottery. Where we was gonna go to get something to eat? Like I saw how everything looked, um, and and this is again, this is remotely materialistic. But the stuff that I was going to go pick up from the store, that that stuff was still there. Because typically, when we go buy something, it's not there no more. You mean when you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and so funny, the boots I went to go get, the boots, the way I placed them, somebody touched them. They touched them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they touched them, and I was like, oh gosh, somebody really came in and got the shoes. Almost I can't believe you. this. I did it again. <laughs> so, uh, to to loosely wrap this up, we've got a little bit more of the story to go. I was having my future premonitions about the lottery, where we was going to eat, how I was going to walk, what I was dressed in. You know, the smiles on everybody's faces, like like uh the butterfly effect. I started seeing. I I knew. Uh, the butterfly effect and jump or what's okay. that that I saw the future uh -huh. but what I was starting to do was wait a minute if I just saw the future uh, I better do it step for step how I saw it or I might mess up something mm -hmm. so I don't know I have a little bit of a time as you saw when we went to harps I went in that deprivation tank I lost sight of reality today I literally put my earrings in my ear and didn't know that they were there. And I knew that I had them in my hand, but I forgot I put them in my ear. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel like, wait a minute. I don't know at what time frame today did that happen. Mm -hmm. So when I was in the deprivation tank, I started hallucinating. I started feeling like I was in space. I started feeling like um, I don't want to come back. I started feeling like, I'm forever floating and this this feels good to float. I I forgot about my family. It it just became about me and what I felt like. And I felt good. And I've heard that when people transition That's exactly the same things they say. That that your family who transitioned, they're not worried about you no more. 
they're doing their thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what I said. If that's, if that's what happens, then okay, that part of the energy source goes to where it's going to go to. So if, if now this is, this is a fresh podcast. She has never said anything to me about the deprivation tank at all. She's agreeing with stuff that I had a thought process about today. So if that's how I had felt, then that's why I said I'm not worried about nothing no more because now I know that if that's what it is, then like the rest of my family is going to be okay. Because yeah. there's nothing that the, 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 the whole point of this is there's nothing that you can do anyway. Mm -hmm. When you are too sick or you have to pass on, there is nothing that you can do physically but worry about your own circumstance. So the only reason I'm encouraging people to do the deprivation tank is I feel like if if let's say everybody on the planet gives an op gives it an opportunity, I think it we would have less problems with everybody in the world because they'll then realize that, oh, this is short lived mm -hmm. and you want to experience as much as you as you can. But. The things that you take serious, you probably won't take it serious no more because you're like, oh, it's not it's going to get solved. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's going to get solved. Or if it don't get solved, then what can you do about it? So that's why I was like, well, buy what you want to buy today. We'll, we'll make the money back because technically we will. We always have, mm -hmm. you know, or if we are short, we'll figure out a way to not be short no more. You know, so uh, very, very fun and enlightening experience. There's a there's a couple moments that I've had um, some inappropriate thoughts. Of course. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. Of course. Inappropriate thoughts about women. And we're not getting into that. Yeah. Very inappropriate. But inappropriate as in I'm already taken. Why? Like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. Like conversation, flirting. Like, I don't know where, like, I didn't know if I was coming or going. Um, I, I felt like this is my last point and I'll let you say what you're going to say. I honestly felt like I went to what, whenever we look up to space, I feel like I went there and was there for a little bit and then came back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that's why I said you went and turned into Dr. Strange. It's almost if, what, how, how the exact way you would describe it. It's literally, you know, this, that scene in the movie. Now here's the thing. I, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, that I don't know the owner's name. I'm pretty sure it's something very simple. But she was telling me after the third time, it gets better. And I can just imagine that if I felt like I remotely mastered what I mastered today or experienced what I experienced today, if I go the second and third time, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to be Darshan Strange. I believe it. You unlock something. And what what I feel like I unlock today, I will, and I think this is how it can get evil. Cause mm -hmm. you see what he did, yeah. Doctor Strange. No, he never he never turned. But he but he no he didn't turn. But he went he went so far as to try to he tried to reverse time, okay. and he went he 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 started indulging too much, mm -hmm. and he mastered it, and he had to discipline himself not to go over to the other side like the other guys yeah. did. So I could see myself. Uh, astroplaning, jumping out of your body, because that, that's that's the perfect example. The dep the deprivation tank will have you remotely astroplane out of your body, mm -hmm. and you will, I guess, you will float around in your thoughts of nothingness, mm. because your thoughts 
when you look at it in the real world, it's like, what do they really mean? This is why when people do the, um, when people do hallucinogens, mm -hmm. this is why they go, um, when they come back to, you know, real life or they come back to their body, they're more gentle, more softer. They love more like prime example, uh, Mike Tyson. He used to be real angry. He started getting into hallucinogens. He's like, Oh, I love, he's yeah. real soft now, mm -hmm. but soft in a good way, more gentle. Uh, same thing with, uh, Joe Rogan. Same way. He's, you know, was a real aggressive dude, uh, very snarky, sarcastic. And he realizes he was doing these hallucinogens and it's not what the world is not what it is. Mm -hmm. So I don't encourage anybody to do hallucinogens, no. but I encourage people to do the deprivation tank because what I've experienced was this, especially when it comes to an adult, uh, we have so much stress on our shoulders that it's extremely okay for you to take a break and i think an hour of floating in the tank will get you you know will get you three years ahead or three years of your life back i believe that yeah three years of your life back for sure so so this birthday and i forgot what number of birthday was when you went to go do that skydive um how long ago was that? Anaya wasn't born. No. The 2014? Something. It, it's yeah. Somewhere in there. Which one would you do again? Skydive or the tank? Oh, I would do the tank again. The skydive, skydiving, it, it's not It's not for me. It's too, uh, it looks good on video. But when you're doing it, and you're falling from the sky at 10, no, 15 or 10,000 feet, you start to realize, like, I don't belong up here like a bird. As much as you think that you want to fly, you're like, this is not the type of flying that I want to do. I want to not be falling straight down. I want to be moving forward, you know. So now I would do the, the, the deprivation tank again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go skydiving again. Well. I'm glad you enjoyed your gift. You remember the other day when I asked you, would you like an experience? Would you prefer experiences or, you know, a material item? And I was, I was debating on if you would even do the tank because I planned this gift like four months ago and I knew exactly what you said today. Oh, I can't, can't flow. I can't do this. That's why I asked you that question. Would you rather an experience or a material item? And I'm glad that it turned out the way it did today with the experience. So, yeah, I'd definitely rather have an experience um, than any material thing because it doesn't. The experience is something to hold on to. The material things they kind of come and go. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, that's a a good wrap up of the deprivation tank. I'm going to do my best to try to finish up my book in the tank. Um, the The overall premise of my book in the tank was to talk about my opportunities to pursue business and uh, get on Shark Tank or audition for Shark Tank. But now that I've experienced the deprivation tank, I just had to change up a few words and a few um, perceptions of what I was pursuing. Mm -hmm. So as as the business aspect of my life, which because I'm done with my business endeavors, 
I'm just we just managing them now. It's no no need to come up with any extra ideas. I'm more so just focused on what did the deprivation tank just teach me about my whole entire life thus far? And I think that book there is going to be it's going to be a groundbreaking book. I'm really going to make it a groundbreaking book just based off of what I experienced. So if I could hold on to my experiences, write them down and stay in that moment and actually do more sessions of that tank, I think I'm going to break through what I've been trying to break through. Well, everybody, you've heard it first. A groundbreaking breakthrough book coming out. Yeah. Any uh, Hopefully soon. Um, no, I, I, I enjoyed hearing your experience from your perspective. I was able, cause I know you and I know your habits. So everything you just described makes sense. And I'm glad you enjoyed your birthday. So happy birthday. Yeah, it was a very great birthday. Um, had a lot of fun. The day went by extremely slow, which is perfect. I think I love slow days. I'm not in a rush for tomorrow. Um, never, never in a rush from tomorrow. And we're actually trying to get Anaya to stop rushing yeah, for tomorrow. Because she's she's done fast forwarded yeah. five years from now. So when she's 10 years old, so she could do the tank too. Yeah, she's <laughs> trying to be 10 so she can be the tank, which is crazy. And we're trying to tell her, just stay in today. Stay in today. So uh, I hope you guys um, enjoy this podcast. We try to do um, our, a duo podcast as much as we can. We're, you know... This lady said something on YouTube the other day. She said that um, people are uh, engulfed in social media and, you know, they run to social media to get away from their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I don't we don't run to social media to to get away. We have how can we say this? We have a very comfortable life to where social media doesn't sustain our lifestyle yeah. and it's. What we try to do with people is we try to give you something and whatever we give you, that's what you have to expect. Um, Whether thousands of people listen to it or one person, we try not to start something that we can't finish. So we're not going to overdo it. If you can catch us is when you catch us. That's the best that we can do, because this isn't social media isn't real life for us. We really have a lot of real life issues Mm -hmm. that we have to take care of because the businesses that we run require more in-person sales tactics instead of online sales tactics. Although the world is transitioning to shopping online, we still got different ways to uh, maneuver and make revenues. So I hope you guys understand. And thank you so much for uh, listening to us. We wanted to take uh, a, a couple of minutes of your time. Um, we're at the... 38 minute mark. Let's close it out at the 40. Uh, any lasting words that you have for the audience? Um, I would say try something new because I, although I definitely thought you were against it, you wouldn't do it. I'm glad you went through with it because look at the outcome. You have a different perspective on yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, Oh, Oh, let me ask you this. We got one minute. Uh, how do I seem after the tank? Uh, more pleasant. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) you're more aware of what's going on because 
usually you have a lot of things you I could see you th overthinking doing all that extra stuff and so now afterwards you're more aware of what's what's going on right now yeah not in the near future or whatever yeah um yeah that tank definitely did that to me today i'm definitely more aware and i I'm, i care a lot more right now my name is darshawn mcaway and i'm stephanie and you're listening to the baby authors podcast i'm also going to load this podcast to uh upload this podcast to wild podcast thank you guys so much for your time go to babyauthors.com that's b-a-b-y-a-u-t-h-o-r-s.com check out all the merchandise uh, and um, if you can't buy the merchandise, just share the website with somebody that could use it. We'll see you guys later. Peace.